my name is Tina and I talk a lot. A lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show. Tina talks a lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. We are going to debunk a few myths today. And those myths happen to be about essential oils, one of my very favorite tools that we have in our home. And I actually can't imagine them not in it. And when I hear of other moms and dads functioning without these tools in their house, my mind is literally blown because I'm not sure Um, Again, how we would do our everyday life without them from emotions to little ailments. There are so many uses. Now, the first myth that I want to unpack is this. They are difficult to use. Now, I will tell you without any education. Yeah, they, they would seem a little difficult. You get this little bottle and it's this tiny little 15 milliliter of these drops of oil and there's hundreds of them, you know, specifically when we're talking about doTERRA, uh, the brand of doTERRA. And you might think, what in the world? Like, what would you use each one of those for? Especially if you don't even have one and you see someone like myself having hundreds, right? Or a hundred. Yes, I will give you that they may seem difficult to use if you have had no experience. So I hear you. It can be overwhelming, but let me like lay it out for you like super, super quickly. There are only three ways to use essential oils. The first way is aromatically, meaning you smell it. You can smell it by holding up the bottle to your nose. You can smell it by putting it in a diffuser with water. It's super, super simple. The second way is that you can put it on your skin. Now, I always recommend that you dilute it, meaning putting it with another carrier oil or a lotion maybe, but you can put it right on your skin. And then last but not least, specifically with a pure essential oil like doTERRA, you can use it internally, (laughs) eternally, Uh, no, internally. So aromatic, topical, internal. And to make it even more simpler, You could just start with one of those. So you don't have to use them all three ways. You could just start with one. The other thing that I highly recommend is start with one ailment that you wish to fix. For example, right now I have a good friend that reached out to me that's having trouble sleeping. And so, and so instead of saying, Hey, start with a hundred oils and then use just one of them. I said, why don't we start with my favorite option for sleep support? And that would be the oil serenity. Let's start with that. So if you currently have oils in your life and you have lavender or serenity on hand and you have trouble sleeping, start there. So are they difficult to use? Sure. If you have absolutely no knowledge on them, that would be like saying a computer is difficult to use, right? Or a cell phone is difficult to use. If you've never used it, that would be accurate. (laughs) but if you have just even a tiny bit of knowledge, it opens up the door 
for this to be a really simple thing. Now, after using essential oils, now we've been using them for seven years in our home. It is like second nature. It is a go-to in our house, again, for every single thing we have going in our world, again, from emotions to, you know, simple little ailments, aches and pains, that sort of thing. They do not have to be difficult to use, I promise. So if you got started with the oils already and you're thinking, but Tina, I still don't know how to use these, but I have them in my house. Again, think of it as, hey, just because you have a computer in your house, if you haven't used it, you won't know how to, okay? So just reframe that a tiny bit. So that's the first myth. They don't have to be difficult to use. Number two, they are all equal. All essential oils, all brands are equal. Now, you may laugh at this because you may have already heard me talk about doTERRA. You may understand the idea of a quality brand. But I know that many of you have essential oils in your house that are not doTERRA. And they are (laughs) brands that I would never recommend someone even use up before starting to use doTERRA. Now I've had people say to me, you know what? I have your biggest competitor on my shelf. Should I toss it? Heck no, use that oil up, but then transfer on over to doTERRA. There are many use it, many reasons uh, that I would recommend that you transfer over to doTERRA. I'm not going to go into that today. Um, but my point is that all oils are not equal at all. This one actually makes me laugh a little bit. It's like saying a steak is a steak is a steak, like wherever you go, it's not. It's really that simple. Now, essential oil brands are not regulated. So a bottle of essential oil can say, that is a peer in quotes, essential oil on it. And that could possibly, honestly, only have one drop of essential oil. And it could be an even an adulterated uh, essential oil in that, even though it's stating that it's a pure essential oil pure doesn't mean that it doesn't have other junk in it even. Isn't that kind of wild? So a couple of years ago, I saw in the dollar section in Target, you know, it's like a dollar, $3, $5 section. There was a frankincense oil sitting there for $3. Now I'm going to put a link to um, a video on frankincense that we have for doTERRA that walks you through the process of how this product is sourced how it goes from the tree all the way to the bottle. And if, if you believe that a essential oil can go through that entire process and still only be $3, you would be mistaken. Very, very mistaken. There isn't a possible way uh, that an essential oil like that could be produced um, and actually be pure, actually be full concentrate, unadulterated essential oil. So where oils are sourced matters, where a product is, uh, you know, an essential oil is um, grown uh, matters. I would uh, give this example of, you know, a strawberry in season grown where it's supposed to, right, is going to be better than one that's forced grown, you know, grown in a forced environment um, outside of its natural like habitat, right? Um So that matters. And so does the testing. doTERRA does extensive testing on all of their essential oils. 
And uh, they make sure that what comes to us, what's in our hand is the best of the best of the best. It's why doTERRA was started. They saw a need uh, for this to be in our industry and they went all in on it. So that's why I trust doTERRA. So essential oils are not all created equally. Next up, this is a myth. They're expensive. This isn't fact or fiction. This is actually an opinion. It's an opinion on whether you think something is expensive or I think something is expensive. The thing is, once you have an experience with a high quality essential oil like doTERRA, you really can't put a dollar amount on it. For example, the very first experience I had with essential oils was when my youngest Tenley was about three years old and I knew that she had an ear infection coming on. She was cupping her ear. It was red. It was warm. She didn't want to lay down. You could tell she was in a lot of pain. And without bringing her to the doctor, I was, you know, mom diagnosed it as an ear infection. I did a quick Google search and found that lemon and lavender and tea tree were a really good oil to drop in a cotton ball and hold up to her ear. We wrapped a headband around it. She laid down the next morning. She woke up just fine. Now I've been through this before. She was my third child. I know what happens generally without the use of essential oils in this environment, in this, in in this example is we would have went to the doctor and we would have got on antibiotics and the repercussions of those antibiotics are kind of endless. There is now people researching that and coming up with research that there is, um, a chance that, that antibiotics are staying in your system for up to 30 years, wreaking havoc on so many parts of your body, specifically your gut. So if we were to talk about our, our essential oils expensive, sure. If you look at a bottle of oil and you think, <clears throat> you know, this 15 milliliter bottle, this little bottle of oil is, you know, anywhere from $10, you know, up to, you know, a hundred dollars, or even a little beyond that, you may think, wow, that's a lot until you factor in what it can solve and what it can help you with. So if we wouldn't have had essential oils to help treat this, and it would have in fact been an ear infection, we would have went to the doctor. And even if we had zero copay and we got our, our meds for free, which is not the case for us, we're self-employed. So we would have paid quite a bit for both of those things, hundreds of dollars actually. Um, but even if it was $0 for both of those things, the treatment of that for me with essential oils cost me about 50 cents. That is so much less, <laughs> even than when I'm recording this right now, the, less than what it would take me in gas to even get to the doctor, to be able to get the free meds and the free, um, the, the, the free uh, visit. So natural alternatives can oftentimes be less expensive uh, than you know, the alternative, right? Expensive medications and then the side effects. How much antibiotics can really ruin our gut? Now add on those expenses, which I don't even need to get into that. You get my point. Another example of this um, is when, for me, I have um, had a lot of experience with having anxiety and as determined not to go on any medication and no shame if you have. Um, but there were a lot of reasons I knew that there would be side effects along with it. Um, 
I'm uh, into natural health. And so it's really a priority for me to find a natural solution. I wanted to find the root cause. And I feel like once um, I've said yes to medication, then finding the root cause is, is more difficult. I wanted to have my health in my own hands. And so relying on natural medicine um, for that has helped me be able to even break away from using natural medicine for my anxiety um, on a regular basis to just using it when I need it. So right there, even um, less expensive for me when it comes to um, even my own emotions and how I've been able to handle that naturally. The next myth, they are not as effective as medicine. Now, I want you to hear me loud and clear. There will always be a place for Western medicine, and I am so grateful for it. Now, there are times when I definitely do knock it because I do think that we use it as a Band-Aid way too often when we need to find the root cause. To be honest, we actually sometimes use essential oils for the same reason or natural remedies. When finding the root cause should always be the first step in any uh, health issues. I do believe that essential oils can be sometimes even more effective than medicine. It doesn't have to be one or the other. In this instance, for example, if you went to the doctor and you weren't feeling well and they said, I'm sorry, we can't help you. It's a viral infection. You're going to have to go home. And you guys have heard this before. Rest, drink fluids, right? And the reason being is that our cells, there is the virus has, is, is in our cell and an antibiotic, a, antibiotic actually can't penetrate through that cell. The fatty membrane on that cell pushes that antibiotic away and is like, heck no, you're not coming into my, my inside my cell. And so therefore the doctor doesn't have a medicine solution, right? Their solution is hydrate and sleep. That's great. I'm actually glad they're not prescribing a, a medicine in that example, because it actually won't work. Now, if it's bacterial, right, they can give you an antibiotic for it. Um, I still would argue the fact that uh, you know, going the route of essential oils would be a better solution to start with. Sometimes we just don't have an option. We need to go on antibiotics. I get it. Um, but in the instance that is viral an essential oil actually can penetrate that fatty membrane and work on the inside of that cell. That's pretty incredible. That's science. <laughs> That's real science. Uh, do any, you know, search on that and you will find that that can penetrate through that cell. So do I think that this is a myth that, you know, they're not as effective as medicine? Absolutely. I do. Do I believe that there is a place for, you know, our now, you know, more modern medicine? Absolutely. Absolutely. The next myth, they are voodoo. They're like witchcraft, right? Have you not heard this about essential oils or anything related to natural medicine? You have. And is there people or are there people, I should say, uh, that have made oils weird? Sure they have. People twist and turn everything in this world. And of course, they can turn things to feel more, quote unquote, evil. The thing is, essential oils didn't originate in evil. They are pure gifts from the earth and they are not voodoo. 
They are natural healing alternatives and not even alternatives. They are our go-to. They are the thing that we go to. And there's absolutely nothing voodoo about these uh, things in our world. So these last two myths, they actually make me a chuckle a little bit, but I do feel bad uh, that people have believed these things. Remember that one blog post from one random person can and has gone viral. And you guys, I'm not a stranger to these blog posts. The minute uh, a new viral post about natural medicine, specifically essential oils comes out, I bet I'm one of the very first people to have it in my inbox over and over and over again, because I've been part of the essential oil world for so long. People want to make me aware or they're questioning it themselves, which I totally get no judgment at all. I would want to question the same thing. And so I have dogged down those rabbit trails to figure out a, who, who did this, you know, who wrote this blog or who created this video or who is you know, spreading this misinformation and let's get to the bottom of it. Let's figure out where there's truth in it or if there is any truth in it at all. So the first one is they kill cats. How many of you heard that essential oils are harmful for cats? Like this one comes up quite a bit. People be like, well, I want to diffuse oils, but I have cats. Okay. Let's just debunk this immediately. Do we want to be careful around cats? Yes. They have different enzymes where they cannot process essential oils in the same way that we can. Are there oils you can use on cats? Sure. If you're really alarmed by this and really nervous about it, then just don't use them with your cat. Now, if they don't want to be by something, they will leave. You have to make it available for that to be an option. So you wouldn't want to lock a cat in a room with a diffuser going where they could not escape that smell. Does that make sense? Like that's pretty, pretty simple. I also would just recommend don't have their cat food right next to the diffuser. End of story. We have debunked this in so many ways, not just me personally as just a distributor of oils, but doctors and veterinarians alike have shared tons of knowledge on this topic I can promise you, you are safe to use essential oils around your pets and even some of them on them. If you really want to use essential oils on your cat or your dog or your horse or your raccoon, raccoon or your baby rabbit or whatever it may be, your chickens, we do that. Then just research it in a high quality space, like within doTERRA. There's many people that are specifically veterinarian veterinarians that use essential oils on the pets that they take care of and uh, yours. Like there are many, many people that, that help with this. If you have questions on it, I'm happy to help point you in the right, uh, right direction. So myth, essential oils will not kill your cat. Okay, they won't kill your cat. Last but not least, this one, I, I wish that this didn't make me crack up so hard, but it, it so does, is that, um, essential oils will enlarge the breasts on males. Now, you guys, if this was the case, we could literally put plastic surgeons out of business. Could we not? Uh, there would be women rubbing essential oils all over their chests uh, to, do, to, do the, to do the same, to enlarge their breasts, right? This can't happen. This is false. Now, there have been a, an article or two 
uh, written about this. And it has been debunked over and over and over and over again. I can promise you that this is not the case. If you are wondering why uh, breasts could be enlarged on males, check out the ingredients of the food you are eating, like soy and gluten and so many other things that may be the cause of this issue. Okay. I hope you guys laughed right along with me that maybe you learned a thing or two about the essential oils that you are using. I have a fantastic, or maybe that you're not using yet too. Um, I have an essential, uh, an, an awesome tool for you uh, that I would love for you to grab up. It's called ready for anything. And I will tell you that one of my biggest frustrations in this world is when people come to me and they need a solution for something that they're dealing with and they actually aren't equipped to deal with that issue because they're truly not ready for anything. I'm not frustrated with them. I'm just frustrated that I haven't gotten to them yet to help them with these resources and to be able to point them in that direction. Like, oh, you have a kid that you know has some aches and pains. Here's the essential oil that you're gonna wanna use. And so I have this beautiful tool ready for anything and you can get it at tinapettis.com forward slash ready and you will learn everything you need to know to get started uh, with essential oils and natural remedies in your home today. I hope this answered some of your questions and I would love to carry on the conversation with you. Let's jump over to Instagram at Tina Pettis on Instagram. We can chat over there. Uh, thanks for tuning in and we will see you tomorrow on the show of Tina Talks.